0: Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's mybookie.ag, code next round.
1: Hey everyone, welcome in to Next Round Preps. John Lunsford, Jerry Young here with you, and we are on to the hold on first second. Third round of the high school playoffs. And uh, Jerry, been an exciting first couple of rounds here. Uh, We've obviously been uh, following Thompson, but uh, a lot of big games coming up here in this third round. Looking forward to it. You know, I'm anxious to get into this show. But first of all, happy Thanksgiving,
0: everyone. Because, uh, you know, I got this vision in my mind, John, that people are sitting there watching us, and they are either stuffed and they're watching us (laughs) Are they waiting on somebody to get it ready so they can go get stuffed? So they're watching us now.
1: So. Believe me, I understand if you're halfway through this and it's like food's ready, click, yep. turn it yep. off, yep. We and, get run it. and run Just to the food. Make sure you hit pause. Don't cut us off all yeah. the <laughs> Um and, uh, and then, of course, happy Black Friday to those who celebrate. However, <laughs> the way I have celebrate, it, celebrated, I can't talk, Black Friday since I first stepped foot into high school yep. has been with high school football. That has been that's the right. priority. I played every Black Friday that I was in school because that means you're still in the playoffs. So that's a good thing if you're playing on Black Friday. But this year, even 7A is playing on Black Friday, and it's only the third round, not the fourth round of the playoffs. So uh, a little different this year, I guess, but for some, I don't know why the AHSA did it, but they moved everything back a a week. So Black Friday is now third round instead of fourth round, but that just means more football on Black Friday for all those who are watching the NFL on Thursday, uh, obviously college Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and you get a little extra high school in there on Friday as well. Yeah, I've
0: always called a game on Black Friday because the 7A has always been off, so I usually have been calling the 6A semis from Legion Field because Ramsey's been in it the last two or three games. We went to Pleasant Grove one time. So I guess all that's gone. I don't know. sure what
1: I'm doing. I did one. Next week, yeah, I'll Pleasant be. Grove one time too. I don't know. That's it's right. just, I guess we'll have to figure out something next week. But all instead, right. let's move on to round three. Round three this weekend. All the games will be on Friday, obviously. Thursday being Thanksgiving. No games are going to be then. Uh, that is the day for the NFL. Always has been. Always will be. And the occasional college football game as well. But... In 1A. Let's start at the bottom. We'll run through 1A through 4A here and then get back from our break and do the upper classifications. But Wadley, how about this? 81 points in their win <laughs> over South Lamar. Big win there for Wadley. When I do my I do my spreads. Yeah, you gotta tell them this. I had Wadley 24 and a half. And since Wadley 54, so I had one of the numbers, right? I had the four. But uh, <laughs> Wadley 81 to 27 winners over South Lamar. They will move on and face um, Pickens County, who won 38-29 to over Winterboro. That game will be at Pickens County there. Pickens County, 9-3. Kind of had to sneak into the playoffs. But once they get to the playoffs, boy, they are a, a strong team. And, uh, yeah, winning 38-29 over Winterboro. The Tornadoes, they're used to being in the uh, Super 7 there. Hackelberg, they win 33-18 over Valleyhead. They will play Kusa Christian. Now, remember, Kusa Christian is a three-seed. That they are only a three-seed because they had to forfeit their first half of the season, basically. And so they kind of had to sneak in as a three-seed, but they are arguably the best team in all class 1A, 28-6. to They win over uh, Lynn. So Hackelberg will travel to Cusa Christian there in that three seed that is kind of a sneaky seed to be in because you basically get to uh, you know, you basically get to play a couple of home games if you're able to win out. So Kusa Christian there in the north, they are going to host Hackelberg. Moving into the south, Maplesville, they're a big winner over Sweetwater, 28-21. They will host Elba, who won 47-28 over Millry. Maplesville-Elba, no shock. Those are names we are used to seeing at that point.
0: Yeah, I'm shocked that Sweetwater didn't take care of business this year, though. I'll be honest with you. I thought they had a better team than Maplesville, but, you know, hey, 28-21 game. I think it was – we all knew it was going to be a close game, but I'm just not really shocked. I'm just a little – well, maybe – you know,
1: congratulations to Maplesville. There are some teams, when you get to the playoffs, they just win. They and do. Pickens County is one of those, and Maplesville is one of those. Even though neither one of them won their region this year, they just win. However, Elba also one of those, as they win big over Millry, who uh, was a two-seed there, 47-28. However, Elba going to have to go to Maplesville and play at Red Devil Stadium this weekend. Then uh, in the other quadrant there in the south of uh, – Brantley. They win fourteen to twelve over Lochapoca. They will host Leroy, who won twenty-seven to thirteen over once again a good Georgiana squad. But Leroy, they uh, Leroy and Brantley both. When it comes to the playoffs, they know how to win.
0: Yeah, and I got that game down. You know, these two teams have only met one time. Uh, they Leroy won it forty-two to fourteen back in twenty twenty-two, and that's the only time they've ever met. So. We'll see if history repeats itself or not, but Leroy's got a good team, but never fear. Brantley, the only thing that worries me a little bit, their offense may not be quite as good. Leroy's got a really
1: good defense. That may be the difference in that game. Here are your four road teams in the, in the south, or in 1A. your four home teams, 8-4, 8-4, 7-5, 9-3. So uh, clearly some teams pulling some upsets there, uh, allowing them to be at home there in Class 1A. All right, moving on to Class 2A. As we'll start in the northern half here, Locust Fork, they beat Sullivan 54-21. Big win there. They will have to go to Fife, though. Fife, one of those teams when it comes to playoffs, you always expect them to do good. 57-24. They beat Lexington in the second round. So now they will host Locust Fork at Paul Benefield Stadium. Once again, when you're the active coach and your name's on the stadium, it means you're doing something right. Yeah, it definitely does, and that's two great offenses. Uh, going against each other no doubt and then in the uh, the other quadrant there pisgah they get a win 66 to 38 over uh tanner and then southeastern they fall to tuscaloosa academy and that's where we get our milos player of the game wanted to include this uh didn't realize this but preston lancaster quarterback from tuscaloosa academy the leading passer in the ahsaa right now and in that game he completed 21 to 24 passing for uh 223 yards three touchdowns plus rush for two touchdowns as well um in that game 38-6 they beat southeastern he's currently 225 of 315 for 3515 yards he's also added 160 yards rushing has 52 total touchdowns um 45 passing seven rushing and uh, this is only the second year for tuscaloosa academy in the ahsaa they were in the aisa they were a 3a team there um Played for a few state titles. I know they won one, I want to say 2012. Um, And then last year in their first year of AHSAA play, they made it to the third round where they met Fife, who's going to potentially be the team they meet if they move on to the uh, semifinals. But they will have to travel to Pisgah here. It's going to be the first away game for them in the playoffs. They hosted Red Bay, and then they hosted Southeastern. But they are going to have to travel to Pisgah, who is a two seed, beat Tanner last week.
0: Let me tell you something. You hang 66 on Tanner, you've done something. Yeah. I don't care who you are. Tanner's a good football team and uh, Pisgah, obviously, is a better football team hanging 66 points on them in a playoff
1: game. Averaging 55 a game so far in their first two matchups, so uh, it's going to be tough for Tuscaloosa Academy. Tuscaloosa Academy averaging 36.5 per game. They've had pretty good defenses as well, only giving up 16-6 to Red Bay and Southeastern, respectively. Um, all right, in the southern half, Realtown. They win 48-14 over Thorsby. They will travel to Cottonwood, who beat Isabella by one 24 24- the 23. Isabella team, you expect to have a little success there. They were a three seed beat St. Luke's on the road. Then uh hosted Cottonwood. we able to uh keep it close, but Cottonwood ends up moving on twenty-four-twenty three. I had that game as a pick'em, did you? It was it was a close one. Yeah. It was uh let's see what I had the official spread at. mm mm mm-mm. Didn't mean to At Isabella, up, minus one and a half. So, a half, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it was okay. close, yeah. Uh, just slightly leading Isabella. A lot of that's name brand right there. But, uh, yeah, able to uh, get the big win. Cottonwood did. So they will host Realtown. And then Clark County, they beat Goshen 22-15. They will host B.B. Comer, who got a close one, but a win over Highland Home, the Flying Squadron, the last time of the season. Yeah, man. In, in honor of their season. That's how I get to stretch on the show. 20, 21-14, B.B. Comer gets the win there. However, they have, they'll have to travel to Clark County in that game. Okay, well, here's the deal. Clark County came up with a
0: big win. The last time that uh, these two teams met were back in 1921. I mean, 19, 2021. My gosh, not a long that time long ago. ago. <laughs> yeah, when they played BB Comer. Okay, it was a third round of the playoff game then as well, and Clark County won it 14 to seven. So. Going to be a good matchup. I'm looking forward to hearing that score. Wish I could watch that ball game. It's going to be a great one. B.B. Comer, a good offense. Clark County with a good offense. Both teams with a great defense. It's going to be another one, two, three point game.
1: Yeah, it should be a good one there. Let's see what I have my official projection at. Um. Uh, well, B.B. Comer have as a large favorite in that one, about 24 and a half points. But, really? uh, yeah, I mean, that's most, mostly based on who they've beaten so far and the fact that, um, you know, that's a big win over Highland Home that they had there in the second round. All right, moving on to Class 3A here, as we will jump into the northern half of the bracket. Sylvania, they beat Winfield 35 to 10. Winfield, uh, you're talking about Winfield potentially moving on, being one of those top teams where they lose to Sylvania 35 to 10. Madison Academy, this is a close game here, 21-14 against Mars Hill. Both these teams able to compete there in Class 3A. Mars Hill moving up. From 2A in the last reclassification, Madison Academy, one of those teetering on the 3 and 4A line with competitive balance. Two private schools, but Madison Academy got the win 21-14. So, Madison Academy will host Sylvania up there in Madison in the uh, third round. In the other quadrant, Lauderdale County, they win 35-30 over Piedmont. Piedmont, another team we talked about being strong in the playoffs. They fall in a close one to a good Lauderdale County squad that beat Mars Hill this year in the regular season they will host geraldine who beat gordo in another upset 42 to 34 their um gordo one of those you talk about is potentially making it all the way to the uh, Super 7, but they fall to Geraldine there. Geraldine will travel to Lauderdale County. In the south, St. James. They beat Randolph County 41-6. They'll travel to Thomasville, who won 33-21 over Strong. And then Trinity. They went 35 to nothing over Floomaton. They will host Mobile Christian, who beat Houston Academy 35-10. to Mobile Christian has been my favorite the whole time, and they're still looking really strong.
0: Undefeated on the year, Trinity's only got one loss. I'm anxious to see how your computer is going to spit that one out but I'm telling you these two uh, well they both scored 35 points last week give you an idea I think it's gonna be a you know 28 28 type game maybe even an overtime game
1: yeah mobile Christian uh, the computer spit out pretty high mobile Christian when it comes to computer rankings and kind of when you look at um, there's a bunch of different sites out there Cal preps max preps Massey all these different sites out there some of the BCS polls will do some um, some ratings for the whole country and the few lower-classification teams that are ranked on the same level as upper-classification teams, Mobile Christian is one of them. Mobile Christian, Montgomery Catholic, you kind of have to get up to 3A before you really start seeing that. You didn't really know 1A or 2A schools, but Mobile Christian is one of those that is consistently considered um, pretty good. So when it comes to the mathematics of it all, Mobile Christian usually gets a pretty favorable line. However, those, uh, St. James Thomasville looks like it would be potentially close strictly from the line perspective, and Madison Academy, Sylvania, could potentially be really close as well. But, uh, yeah, Mobile Christian, they've been my pick from the beginning, and they're, well, they'll continue to be my pick there in Class 3A. All right, let's move on to Class 4A before we take a break here. In the northern half, um, Cherokee County, they beat Haleyville 49-14. to They firmly believe up in Cherokee County that they have a Super 7 winning team up there, and they have proven it so far in the playoffs. West Morgan, they beat corner 35-14. West Morgan will host that game uh, there against Cherokee County. Brooks, they beat Priceville 70 to 42. Big win there for a three C. They put up a lot of points, 56 and 70 so far here in the playoffs. Against Aniana, a good team, and Priceville, a good team. Westminster Christian, though, they beat Desler 39 to 35 in a close one. However, Westminster Christian will travel up to Brooks there in that one. So Brooks will host Westminster Christian. West Morgan will host Cherokee County there in the northern half of the bracket. In the South, though, a bunch of good teams left. I mentioned Montgomery Catholic, pound for pound, considered one of the best teams in the state. winner over a T.R. Miller team that's a tough out in the playoffs. We've talked about them, how good they are all year long. Jacksonville, they beat Bibb County. 28-21, Twenty-eight to twenty-one Bibb County, also a tough out there yep, as well. That's, right. um, that's the thing. A lot of the teams we're saying are losing. It's just getting that time of year where the good teams have some good team has to lose because two good ones are going in. The biggest surprise, probably though, Booker T Washington twenty-two nine winners over Hanley. Hanley, a team that when you get to the playoffs, you expect to do a little something. They will host Jackson, who won thirty-one to seven over a good Andalusia team. Don't know that Booker T Washington can pull it off three weeks in a row, but. Uh, Kudos never beating American Christian and Hanley in the first couple of rounds. Never say never, but Jackson's undefeated. They've been putting up huge
0: numbers. I mean, huge numbers. You look down there. Uh, I think the least amount of points they scored was last week against Andalusia, and that was thirty-one points. Booker T. Washington on the other side, out of out of Tuskegee, has just not really, uh, you know, had the kind of season they wanted to have. I look for jackson and they will they will be playing at home is that right i didn't make that oh, um, Sorry, john
1: washington is home
0: at home so jackson's got to travel a good ways to play this game so they've never met before like i said should be an interesting matchup but
1: i just like jackson yeah, Jackson, like you mentioned, unbeaten. Montgomery Catholic, unbeaten as well. Both have have both of those as massive favorites. Kind of what you expected going into the semifinals, and should be a good one if they both get there. However, on the northern half, I have Brooks as a slight favorite, and then I have West Morgan Cherokee County at a pick 'em. Cherokee County has been good, but West Morgan has put up insane points all season long, um, as has Brooks. So a lot of good offenses there in the northern half for Class Four A. So should be some good matchups right there. All right, that's One A all the way through Four A. The matchups coming up. I'm Obviously, there's a lot less matchups to talk about because you're down to eight teams in every classification, but 7A right now. Um, so that's it, 1A through 4A. We'll jump into 5A through 7A here in just a second after we take a quick break and after Jerry tells us about one of our great sponsors. Yeah, Shepherd Equipment and
0: Disposal. You've heard me talk about them all season long. Let me tell you something, folks. First of all, their number is 205-704-0408. That's the way you can reach them, 205-704-0408. They got a special right now, rent a dumpster for the whole week, all right, 380 bucks. You can put that in your driveway if you're doing a project or whatever you need to throw stuff in there just to have it, and that includes haul-off course delivery and haul-off and all that, too. They do other things like land clearing. They can do that. They have trailer rentals. They do light demolition, and by that I mean if you have a shed out back, you need torn down and hauled off, they can do that. If you got an old deck on the back of your house, you need that done. Anything like that, they can do it. They do debris removal. Uh, They they can even build you a road, put some slag on it, say back to your pond, you know, if you got land. Anything you need cleared, they can do it. You can reach them at shepherdequipment.com
1: or 205-704-0408. All right, thanks so much to Shepherd Equipment for sponsoring this show throughout the season. we get back round three of 5A through 7A right here on Next Round Preps. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with mild cognitive impairment, which is brain changes that are starting to interfere with your life? Did you know researchers have proven that these brain changes can be slowed down or reversed in many people that routinely exercise their brain? At the Karen Thrive Foundation, we specialize in helping you understand the specific areas of the brain that have changed and develop a brain health plan, including cognitive exercises, adaptive approaches, and helpful technology to proactively stay ahead of your brain wellness. Visit www.karenthrive.org for more information we partnered with Who Is Coffee to create the Next Round blend. Available in light, medium, and dark roast. 100% Arabica beans. Specialty coffee roasted on demand. Available in whole bean or ground for drip pods. Espresso and coarse ground for French press. Go to nextround.store to get a link to pre-order today. Everyone that pre-orders will be entered to win a prize pack with coffees, shirts, hats, and tumblers. Nextround.store for the Next Round blend. Come <laughs> on. Welcome back in here to Next Round Preps. John Lunsford, Jerry Young here with you. We're about to jump into the upper classifications. Before we do that, I also want to give another shout-out to our Milo's Player of the Week, Preston Lancaster, the quarterback there for Tuscaloosa Academy, looking strong here in their second year in the AHSA, 21-24 passing, 293 yards and three touchdowns, plus two rushing touchdowns. He's the leading passer in the AHSA right now, over 3,500 yards. So congrats there to Preston for winning that one. All right, moving on to Class 5A. Let's start in in the northern half Pleasant Grove Big winner, forty-nine to seven over Boaz. No real shock right there. They put up forty-nine in both of their first games, so able to uh, put some points on the board. They will travel though to Gunnersville, who came back to beat John Carroll. Cannot overstate how great a season John Carroll had, and uh, thought they're going to be able to pull it out there against Gunnersville. They got to host that game as a three seed. I mentioned that three seed spot, always getting the host in the second round. But uh, Gunnersville came back, won that one. Tough out for John Carroll, but boy, what a season!
0: You know, it's been a lot of years since we've talked about John Carroll being this deep in the playoffs. What a. Great great job that they did, and they
1: deserve another shout-out. Congratulations. Absolutely. So Gunnersville will host that one. Pleasant Grove will head up to Gunnersville there and uh, play them this Friday. In the other quadrant, Ramsey. Big win over Leeds, 42-7. I've said from the beginning, Ramsey is the best team in 5A. I'm going to stay with that. A lot mm. of people... A lot of people this week, I know a lot of people lean, you know, hey, it could be Gulf Shores, could be, you know, somebody, but um, it has been Ramsey. Look, they are just so phenomenal there. Good defense, holding leads to seven points. Leeds is not a tough, or I mean, it is a tough team. They're not an easy out, 42-7, though, winner there at Legion Field. However, now Ramsey gets to travel down the road, just a little bit, not too far of a drive, to Moody, who beat Russellville 42-21. Moody, look, I lean Moody winning this game. Russellville is a tough out in the playoffs, but... Winning 42-21, and it was even bigger than that at one point. So um, uh, Moody has been... Really good this season, finishing behind Leeds and behind Southside Gaston. Southside Gaston loses in the first round to Boaz, gets upset. Lee gets beat by Ramsey. Not an upset, but still gets beat by Ramsey pretty bad. Moody, the lone team, still hanging on right there. They move on to the quarterfinals. They will host Ramsey in that game. So, uh, obviously, we followed Jake Gaines when he was at Thompson and now right. doing a great job over there. Also got Mon Lane back uh, as well, so that's another big piece there. Obviously, Auburn commit there who came uh, from Thompson with him. And, I mean –
0: Good team there, Moody. They're gonna have to widen the road, widen
1: four eleven to get out to Moody
0: a little more. They keep doing this. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a lot uh, of people are gonna be out there watching them. Hey, if we were not at Thompson on Friday, if we did have that week off, and this right. was a, a game, you had Ramsey versus Moody. Oh yeah, no question, that's the game that I would want to be at, watching Ramsey take on the Blue Devils in the northern half. Demopolis they beat BC Rain thirteen to six, close one. BC Rain had a pretty good season this year. Uh, close one down there in Mobile, but Demopolis moves on. They will host Ufala, who beat Faith Academy. Not totally shocked Ufala beat Faith Academy, but surprised they beat them 41-14. I thought Faith Academy would have a chance to uh, move on and potentially face Gulf Shores in a rematch. But Demopolis, they will host Ufala in the quarterfinals. Then Gulf Shores, like I mentioned, 41-0 winners over Charles Henderson. No real shock there. little shocked maybe that Headland beat UMS Wright 35-21. It is a three over a four. But with UMS Wright shutting down Central Clay County, of all teams shutting down Central Clay County, to zero points and then giving up thirty five to Headland, yeah. kind of makes you wonder. Hey, maybe Headland's got a little a little something for uh, Gulf Shores this week.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think so because I'm going to go against you. I think Gulf Shores is the best team in the state in their classification.
1: So uh, we'll see. I have definitely had almost written in pen Gulf Shores versus Ramsey for the state title, but. Got to go through Headland, who has looked impressive so far, beating Holtville and then beating UMS right from that region with Gulf Shores. um, There, so Headland will host Gulf Shores, Demopolis, and they never played. They never played, so. You know, so kind of uh, unknown. Throw yeah, everything out. Let's is. just get on the field and see what happens. Yeah, yeah,
0: they'll be on huddle trying to figure out some, some, uh, <laughs> either the, if one of them. Yeah. Well, Guff Shores, I think is on the NFHS network. So yeah, they
1: use that film as much as they can. Oh yeah, definitely. So good five, a matchups there. All right. Moving on to class six, a in the North, one of the favorites to potentially win the state title and be the top team overall in the state, Clay Chalkville. Little bit of a struggle against Mountain Brook. Of course, Mountain Brook a really solid team as well. 17 13, Clay, they get the win over the Spartans. However, they will have to travel to Muscle Shoals. First road game for the Cougars this year. In the playoffs, they beat Fort Payne. Muscle Shoals does 41 10. So, Muscle Shoals will host Clay Chaltville. Muscle Shoals has been really strong all season. As much as we talk about, you know, teams that could potentially compete in 7A, we talk here in Birmingham, you know, Clay Chaltville, uh, Hillcrest. You talk about Mountain Brook, obviously a former 7A team. Up north, Muscle Shoals. If Muscle Shoals were to move their way to 7A, I think they could cause some damage. They can't quite make it to, like, being state championship consistent, like making a consistent run to the Super 7. But, uh, you know, they'll play some teams, multiple teams from 7A Region 4, and they will just dominate them. So uh always be interested to see if they ever move up, if they ever grow up there and move up to 7A potentially. Gatson City, the team that has been in class 7A, they get a one-touchdown win over Hartsel, who finished second behind Muscle Shoals there in that region, 22-15. Gadsden City moves on. The Titans will travel to Birmingham, something they know a lot about, traveling to Birmingham in their 7A region three. When they were there to play Parker, though, 21-14, Parker gets a win over Oxford. Parker uh, had a... I forgot who it was, came back from injury, I forgot his name already, but a uh, big player come back from injury, got the last touchdown there at the end to make it 21-14. Parker, they will host Gadsden City there. Wide receiver. Yeah, it's wide receiver, I can't I remember know. his name. Um, but Parker, they beat Oxford. Oxford, you know, good team, can make a run in the playoffs, has one state championships. Parker, and I, I'm i almost kind of leaning in the direction of, I kind of like Parker now I out, out of the north. I know Clay Chalkville, we saw him in person, watched him beat Thompson, but Parker has had a legit season so far this year. Their only loss is a, a close loss to Pleasant Grove, which is a bit of a head-scratcher because they had just beaten Ramsey before that, who was by far the best team out of that region, but... Um I don't know. Parker versus either Muscle Shoals or Clay could be, uh, not to write Gadsden City out, but if Parker did make it, that could be phenomenal, and I have been looking forward to a potential parker Clay rematch there in the semifinals as well. Um, All right, in the southern half, Pike Road, big win over Spanish Fort, 31-17. They barely got past Homewood the round before. Homewood had their quarterback injured in the first half and their best wide receiver, and still Pike Road only able to get a field goal there in the second half to barely win, but then they took it to Spanish Fort by two touchdowns. Uh, That game was at home for Pike Road now they'll have to travel over to Alexander City not the worst drive I guess in the world but uh, they will have to go to Alexander City and they will have to uh, travel to Ben Russell who won 47-27 over a pretty good Hueytown team getting revenge over Hueytown for knocking them out last year so uh yeah ben russell will host pike road good matchup there between region two and region three and then the north sarah lynn my uh, pick to win the state championship 51 14 winners over briarwood briarwood got to host the game at least but uh it was over pretty early there in that one and hillcrest tuscaloosa now just throwing this out there once again nobody knows what's going to happen until december i guess is when they'll make the decision but i saw somebody else go and pull some numbers i've kind of done some digging on my own but i saw somebody else go pull some numbers for 7a moving forward and there's Chelsea did drop out, and they were replaced by Hillcrest-Tuscaloosa to potentially move up and be another Tuscaloosa team there with County in 7A Region 3. Hillcrest could do a little damage in that region, I think. I mean, obviously, you got Thompson, you got Hoover, you got Hewitt-Trustville, Vestavia, Spain Park even as well. But I would put Hillcrest as potentially a playoff team there in 7A Region 3, and they get a big win over Helena. A Helena team that had been on fire, fell off against Ben Russell and Vestavia, got a big win in the first round against Watomka, but then 42-7 got shut down in that one.
0: It would make the town of Chelsea and the school of Chelsea extremely happy if that <laughs> happened. And
1: Hillcrest,
0: obviously, would be way more competitive in Region 3 and 7A than Chelsea
1: is or is going to be for several years. The teams that I would move up if I had like competitive balance, hey, pick those teams, Sarah Lynn, easy choice. Hillcrest, easy choice. Clay Chaltville, easy choice. I'd probably lean Muscle Shoals as a fourth one um, just to have a, 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 uh, say Nashville, a Huntsville team. But um, yeah, Saraland Hillcrest Tuscaloosa—that should be an incredible game there in the quarterfinals. All right, moving on. Class 7A down to four teams. So the winner of these games Friday will be playing for the state championship on December six, Wednesday, December six at seven p.m. over at Bryant Denny Stadium in the North. Hewitt Trustville. will take on, actually we'll get to that in a second. Let's do the south first. Central Phoenix City, they beat Auburn 49 to 21. Mary Montgomery, they got a close win over Enterprise 13 to 10. You wondered maybe we'd see an Enterprise Central rematch. Mary Montgomery has not dropped a game all season. Central Phoenix City meanwhile, not dropped a game all season. 12 and 0 versus 11 and 0. And still, the formula spit out a 34 and a half point favorite for central phoenix city.
0: Well, that's because of their offense. I mean, you know, you got to look at they know how to score from anywhere on the field. Um you know, I think Central could probably show up without a defense and still win a ball game. I really do.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, Cam Coleman, obviously the five-star guy there, number one recruit in the state, going to Texas A&M. Everybody widely assumes he's going to end up at Auburn. But, um, yeah, obviously playing there for Patrick Nix, a a guy who knows football very well. And who knows Auburn very well. Who knows Auburn very well. And, uh, yeah, I fully believe Central Phoenix City will move on. But, Barry Montgomery, they've kind of been the story there in the South this year, have not dropped a game yet sitting at 12-0, the region champ out of region one. So I like Central Phoenix City. I like Central Phoenix City all the way right now just because of the talent they have that they have built there um, with that team, but who either one of the teams will face. Uh, still up in the air, but as you at Trustville, they win 40-7 to over Hoover. They have improved since that Span Park loss. They have looked really good. Since then, they dominated Bob Jones 56-14. They dominated Hoover even worse than they did the first time, 40-7. to Meanwhile, Thompson... Technically one bigger than they did over Vestavia. But, boy, that game was 14-14 at halftime. And everybody was looking around saying, not liking the way things are going right now. Even though it was tied, all the momentum was in Vestavia's favor. And then Thompson able to pull out a 20, uh, 20 unanswered points to win 34-14. And they will host you at Trustville in the next round.
0: Yeah, well, let's talk about Josh Floyd a little bit. He had a great week last week. Uh, just trying to remember his number. I think it was 130-something yards. I mean, Peyton Yeah, Josh is the same thing. But um, 139 yards, if my memory serves me correct. I don't know why my computer decided not to work right now. Here we go. I got it. Uh,
1: At least it's back up. 490 total yards. Right. And that one, 13 to 17 passing, 179 yards, two touchdowns. 29 rushes for 119 yards into a pair of scores, too. That's the thing. That's what I was talking. He can beat remember. you yes. with his legs. And we saw it last year. Yeah. They didn't play in the playoffs. When they played in the regular season last year, he torched Thompson and that really good defense, running flat past players like Peter Woods, as good as that defense was, and third down conversions. So incredible on that. And coming into this game, this year's game, it was at Hewitt Trustful. This one would be at Thompson. But we were there, and I constantly kept saying, he's going to burn this defense with his right. legs. That's just what he has done. And he has done it against everybody except for Thompson. That's right. And But remember, so was John Paul
0: Head. Okay. Yep. He's done it at Vestavia against everybody. This past game, this past week, when Thompson beat Vestavia, the reason they were able to hold them in, in check was because they keyed on John Paul Head. So whatever Coach Freeman did at Thompson, whatever the defensive guys did, whatever scheme it was, it worked and I
1: look for them to basically do the same thing against Floyd. John Paul has an easy 100-yard rusher against most teams, had 68 in that game, but that's only a lot of rushes that he had uh, to ultimately get 68 yards. So, yeah, rushing quarterbacks, um, they have beaten Thompson in the past, but ultimately when it gets to the playoff time, you know, they've figured things out and they do a good job at stopping them. I mean, look, John Paul Head, he did in the regular season, you know, too, but then really did get stopped there in that second half of the game.
0: But Floyd – you know, last week he rushed for 21 times. I mean, that's probably more than the running back. I don't know what the running back did, yeah. but he's their go-to rusher. Yeah. So you know, it's like, well, you don't know. It can be third down and eight. He's going to pull it down, run the draw, or he's going to run the sweep, keep it. Uh, he's going to run the RPO and keep it. You know. Yeah. So uh, A lot of it not designed necessarily. He's just good at scrambling,
1: right. getting away from pressure. And that's and, the that's yeah. where his strength is. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing when they score or not score when they got first downs on all those third downs. It was third and seven plus. It wasn't like third and one, and he just you know did the old tush push to get a first down. It was, I'm going to scramble around, and then I'm wide open to potentially have a run. So, that was contained in the regular season for Thompson. But against other teams, he's been able to run wild. So, still got to be able to contain that. And Trent Seaborn on the other side of the ball, through the ball, had 10 completions,
0: 291 yards. Man, he he had some big bullets, especially the last one uh, against Landry, the last touchdown pass he threw to uh, Corbin Landry. Absolutely incredible pass, absolutely incredible catch. That's what put the nail
1: in the coffin for uh, Thompson. To be only a freshman, he's been incredibly accurate uh, so far this season. Kind of started off a little slow, had uh, you know some not great passes against Opelika in that first game, threw three interceptions against Vestavia there in the third game of the year, first region game of the year. But, yeah, has definitely found his groove and has looked really, really solid and uh, played solid against Vestavia. So, Hewitt Trussell at Thompson. will be on the call for that one coming up on Friday
0: warriornationnetwork.org Warrior org. You can click on the Watch Now button if you've got a subscription to the NFHS Network. If you don't, you can pay for one game and just watch it, or you can listen to the broadcast for free right there by clicking the Listen button.
1: Of course, we'll have all the uh, scores and bracket updates and everything for you as well. If you listen to that broadcast, at halftime we'll run through where the scores are. After the game, we'll run through where the scores are, where That's the brackets right. are. I want to
0: make sure you know that we're going to have an extended post-game show, so... Uh, If you're getting in your cars after you've been to one of these games and you want to get caught up on what John has to say about brackets and scores, he'll have them all for you. Just go to WarriorNationNetwork.org, click on the Listen Now button. You can have the radio broadcast right there in your car headed home.
1: And, of course, the only place – the only place you can see these brackets, yes. alpreps.com on Twitter at alpreps. Um, you can go and see them there, and I'll have them updated as soon as possible. As soon as I get home from Thompson and scurry back to my house and get them all done. I'm, I may just bring my computer to Thompson. Who knows? That's right. And do them while we're there. There during our you extended may do post them while
0: game. While we're doing the post game, I too. may.
1: I just oh, yeah. okay. That's I to move right. that team on. Move that That's team right. on and see who moves on. But of course, we'll be back next week. We'll have. I guess our final next round preps because the Wednesday after that could be at the Super Seven for uh, Thompson there. But yeah, so I guess that'll be our our, our last next round preps mm, at man, least in I'm this format. Cry. Next week in round four of the playoffs, and then of course whoever wins I'm in seven a
0: already John yeah whoever Take me over.
1: <laughs> whoever wins in seven a between Central and Mary I'm Montgomery and then. Thompson and Eshuett. Jim brought some. It's okay. okay. Um, whoever wins those games will play in the Super Seven. If you're curious, the Super Seven games for seven A will be on Wednesday the afternoon. with the flag football games. There's a one A through five A uh, flag football game, and then which. Actually, if you go to alpreps.com, I have those brackets as well. 1A through 5A will be Winona versus Montgomery Catholic. That'll be at 1 o'clock on uh, Wednesday, December 6th in Tuscaloosa. 6A through 7A will be Vestavia versus Central Phoenix City. So, um, you know, two teams, obviously, that have had success in football as well. They will play those games at 1 and 3 o'clock. And then at 7 o'clock Wednesday will be the 7A championship between the winners of those games. And then, of course, um, let's see, Thursday is... 3A, 1A, 5A at 11, 3, and 7 um, at Brian Denny. And then Friday, 4A, 2A, and 6A is going to be at eleven three. 3, and a 7. a lot of numbers. It is a lot of numbers. Just go to LPreps.com and I'll be right there. I promise everything will make sense for you. I'll, I'll read it on the whole page for the Super 7, too, when we get to that point. But anyway, until then, Jerry on John Lunsford, should be a good football Friday, good Black Friday. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody.